Sometimes I wonder what to say to you now in the soft afternoon air as you hold us all in a single death. I say, where is your fire? I say, where is your fire? You got to find it and pass it on. You got to find it and pass it on from you to me, from me to her, from her to him, from the son to the father, from the brother to the sister, from the daughter to the mother, from the mother to the child. I say, where is your fire? I say, where is your fire? Can't you smell it coming out of our past? The fire of living, not dying. The fire of loving, not killing. The fire of blackness, not gangster shadows. Where is our beautiful fire that gave light to the world? The fire of pyramids. The fire that burns through the holes of slave ships and made us breathe. The fire that made guts into chitlins. The fire that took rhythms and made jazz. The fire of sit-ins and marches that made us jump boundaries and barriers. The fire that took street talk and sounds and made righteous impotent rap. Where is your fire? The torch of life full of Nzinga and Nat Turner and Garvey and Du Bois and Fannie Lou Hamer and Martin and Malcolm and Mandela. Sister, sister, brother, 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 come, 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 catch your fire, don't kill, hold your fire, don't kill, learn your fire, don't kill, be the fire, don't kill, catch the fire, and burn with eyes that see our souls walking. Oh man, I just watched this uh this last episode. It has me in here crying, man. I can't believe I'm crying so hard. I never I never watched a show that just pulled on my tear ducts. I I don't know I don't know how y'all guys do this. This is too much. It is too much. I don't know what can make me happy after watching this show. Nothing can make me happy after watching this show. Oh the Lakers won! The Lakers won the championship! Oh shit! Oh shit! The Lakers won! Welcome to Critical Blues Reviews. I'm your host, Critical, and today I have my co-host with me, the clairvoyant, outspoken, Nikki Lachey. How are you doing, Miss Nikki Lachey? I am doing phenomenal. I might change my name to clairvoyant. I like that. Oh, that's what's up. Heard you all was riding in a Tesla. I had a chance to drive a Tesla today, but you chickened out. I did. I, if I if I ever drive a Tesla, it will be it will have my name on the title. I don't like to drive anybody else's car. No, oh, okay, because you should have got your ruby on, you know. <laughs> but uh, you decided not to. But for those out there, please uh, make me last by giving listener support to the podcast and shout out to all my listeners, man. I um I don't shout you guys out enough. Uh, thank you for making this uh, possible for me. Um, you know, like people out there, like shout out to Georgia, everybody in Georgia that's listening. Shout out to California. I, I, I did. It's like weird because like my biggest, li- my bigger listeners is Georgia, uh, Seaport, Savannah, Atlanta, 
and then um then other places in Georgia. Then it goes to California. Oh wow. You know what I'm saying? I got more family in New York. My family ain't really, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but no, for seriously, uh, you know, but shout out, shout out to uh, Cali, shout out, I see DC on there, uh, Texas, you know what I mean? Shout out to everyone, man. Um sorry if I didn't mention uh your city. <laughs> Okay, dude, uh, you caught out a whole bunch of states. Now, if you wanted to, you could have said uh, city and states, but uh, within those states, you did call out a few cities, but you mostly called out states. So um, you need to learn your geography, and uh, yeah, because, you know, you need to brighten up. You know, yeah, I've been off for too damn long not to know the difference between city and states. I bet when you were little, you thought Africa was a, was a country. I bet you. I bet you in a fourth grade class. I remember that. Fourth grade class. A little white girl had to tell you that Africa wasn't a country. Well, no, second grade. Yeah, second grade. I remember that. No, yeah, second grade. I remember that. Yep. Why go ahead and tell you that? Definitely didn't mention Chicago, and I have a problem with that. Yeah, it's like 2% Chicago. <laughs> I think that's only you that's That's a strong 2%. <laughs> strong. The strong 2%. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, but no, but shout you all out. You know what I'm saying? And continue to pass me around if you're loving the podcast. And, uh, you know, hit, hit, hit us up, you know what I'm saying? On uh, Critical Blue Reviews uh, with the K on Instagram and Critical Blue on Facebook with the K as well and Critical Blue Reviews on uh Twitter with a K. Critical with the K. All right. So uh I think we should go ahead and get into it. Let's do it. All right. Today we will be reviewing. Oh, you know what? I didn't say what episode this is. Episode nine. No, uh no the episode of the podcast. Ninety seven. Ninety seven. Made the 97. 97. That's the year. That's the year I graduated. I am so old. You graduated what? College? No, high school. Oh, you know you're older than that. Stop lying. <laughs> when you graduated high school? 98? 97. 97? Oh, whatever. You talking big talking like you young or something. Anyway. I, I, I'm young. I graduated twice. What? What are you talking about, girl? Uh, you're not making any sense. I think your ass got left back. Yep, yep. I, I'm, I'm, I'm certain. I'm, I'm, I'm convinced that y'all got left back. Cause, cause y'all, y'all are dumb and dumber. Cause dumber, dumber almost got left back too. Messing around in English. Complete. What was it? Complete English. I think it was, it was English. Messing around, and and, and got lucky with the, the, the curve. We call it the learning curve, the grade curve. That's what saved your ass. The fucking curve. The cul-de-sac. The cul-de-sac of school saved your ass. School of cul-de-sac. That's what, that's what saved your ass. Everybody else getting, getting extra honors and shit, and, and your ass getting left. Almost, you, you get a, you get a, you get a cul-de-sac. A grade cul-de-sac. Embarrassing. I was embarrassed. Embarrassed to be in your head. I was ashamed. Graduate. <laughs> what does that mean? You got left back? He brought you back? <laughs> take that. Take that cap and gown off. You got to come back. You got to finish up. So over We're not ready back. for you to leave. <laughs> well, that's what's up. So today, we will be reviewing. Lovecraft Country, Rewind, 1921. And uh, for those who are not familiar with uh, uh, where the place to, where, where the setting is, uh, this is going to take place, majority of the story is going to take place in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, this is during the Tulsa Race Massacre that actually happened uh, May 31st, 1921 to June 1st of 1921. And that's where you had a uh, white residents uh, deputized that are deputized and given weapons by city officials 
to attack blacks in the Greenwood district in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And uh, did you want to give any more information? Because I know you oh, said- Oh man, you- they did a lot of rioting. They did a lot of killing of innocent black, successful, professional um, people. Um, it was a it was a really bad time. During that period, though, um, the black community we were doing great. I mean, we were ha- we were owning business businesses. Um, we were into real estate. We were into um, doctors. Doctors, you know, they, they were doctors, lawyers, and actually, they were getting into uh, imports and exports. Um, it got to the point where you had uh, uh, like people they were going to do business with people in other countries. And, you know, the white supremacist said, we can't have that. You cannot be better than us. And we're going to destroy everything you have and tell you to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and you got to do better and mm-hmm. depend on us. You know what I mean? And big to us. But anyway, let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, the writer for this film, of course, is Misha Green. She's actually she's also the director. And uh, the other writer is Jonathan I. Kidd. Uh, he wrote Wicked City and NCIS New Orleans. And the logline for this film, it's a uh, race of time. It's a race against time as a black family has to set aside their frustrations for one another and go into the past when racism was at its deadliest to save a family member with a book of incantations. Now the character for this film, you have young George played by Christian Gabriel Anderson. You might've seen him in Gifted, Ozark, and Cobra Kai. You ever seen Cobra Kai? I have not. Ozark? Yes. The Gifted? No. Okay. I've seen all three. Yeah, you're pretty good. I definitely like Cobra Kai. You got to check that out. If you like Karate Kid, I don't know if you like Karate Kid. Um, you also have Burton Freeman, played by William Catlett. Uh, he was in Black Lightning, uh, in the Black Lightning series and Force of Nature. You have Martha, played by Charlotte Haynes Hazard. She was in Crazy Sexy Cool, the, uh, the series with uh, TLC and the Constantine series. And you have Young Montrose played by Gerald Michael. He was in Mr. Mercedes. You have Young Dora played by Leanne Ross. And this is her first acting gig. Ooh. Yeah, so this is the first time. Uh, congratulations to Miss Leanne Ross, you know. Um, you did really well, if this ever gets back to you. And uh, also Miss Hattie played by Regina Taylor. She was in Negotiations and I'll Fly Away. I know people are going to be, if they ever watch this episode, they're going to be like, we didn't hear anything about Miss Hattie because Miss Hattie's name is not quite mentioned, uh, but we figured it out. We figured it you out. You heard it from us first. We figured it out. <laughs> we figured it out. We fi- anyway, uh, so we're going to go ahead and get into it. So it starts off right where the last episode ended with D. Um, we see Tick, uh, we hear Tick, Letty, and Montrose arguing in the background about D point fingers at who's to blame. And Ruby actually diffuses the blaming. And she, Ruby did more than diffuse the blame, she tried to place the blame on everybody else. She said, Stop that bickering, it's all y'all fault. She didn't include herself in that statement, which I thought was like strange because it was her fault too. Because she was the first one that in the last episode at the funeral with Diana and she with Diane, and she had did nothing. She was like, Who Diana? <laughs> Diana. So yeah, yeah, and that's the thing because uh, Ruby actually went to go. She went to go rap. Da Well, she should have been there supporting. Is that her niece? Oh no, no, that's supporting the... her family's friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, she was blaming everybody else, and uh, and I don't think Montrose is to blame. 
because Montrose was there. Wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. But I, I, well, you, I know you're going to say your point, but I felt like Montrose actually was there for her. Montrose, you know, when she waited at the house for her to come home, and then she finally came home, he was telling his stories about what he had to deal with the racism, actually telling the Tulsa story, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. And she snuck out the house. So, like, he was there to get her at the end. He found out that she was in a time of need. And we made a mistake. Uh, I made a mistake. I said they were in front of uh, the store, the uh, bar. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't in front of the bar. They actually were, they were, it was in front of, they were in front of the um, the garage right. where Deanna, thought, yeah. uh, uh, Diana, where Deanna, her parents Diana, work at. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's what they were. So, um, but yeah, so but I the felt, difference is the only thing that sets Montrose his that, that takes away from everything he tries to do is his demons, his mm. liquor, the fact that he's always intoxicated. Nobody really wants to take him that seriously because they, they he they think they don't know if it's really Montrose or if it's the liquor. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he is he also is pretty aggressive when he goes Montrose. So, and also, uh, that's when they kind of go into a stalemate and Tick offers to call Christina for help and uh, get the uh, and offers the Titus pages uh, to as Christina as a bargaining tool, and that's when uh, uh, Letty reveals that she has already uh, done that. She actually had to trade in the Titus pages for the Mark of Cain. Now Montrose loses it and goes Montrose. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He loses it and and uh, Ruby kind of jumps there and you know makes sure like, hey, you, you're not gonna you're not gonna mess with my sister. You know, and then what what I thought was kind of different was the fact that Letty didn't snap back. She kind of took a she she stepped back like she was nervous or something. She the, she was because she felt guilty. I, yeah, she did feel guilty, but at the same token, the the lady that we met in earlier episodes were more strong and more boisterous, and she was she would say what she gotta say. Yeah, but, how she felt. Yeah, Letty had the tight cootie, and she wasn't <laughs> pregnant. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, it was a lot of stuff that was going on, you know. So, so her losing her virginity took all it away. And, and, and changed pres- that to a different person. <laughs> that is true. You know that. You know that changed y'all. That changed everybody. <laughs> we going. We ain't gonna just make it just like as females change. Men change too when they lose their virginity. They change. Everybody changed when they lose their virginity. Virginity, but not on top of that, she's pregnant. So you got chemicals going on, you know. I, well, this is the early. She don't even know. She ain't taking no tests. She ain't been to the doctor. She don't really know. No, she's pregnant. She has an idea that she's pregnant. She's more emotional. You know what I'm saying? It's a woman that wrote this and directed. No, no actually, actually, not a woman that wrote it. During your part menstrual part. cycle, you still have a hormonal changes. So it could have been that. It could be any type of chemical imbalance. You, she didn't take her ass to the doctor. I ain't see her get no EBT test or nothing. She <laughs> know she's pregnant. So that's when uh, Ruby almost reveals to everyone that you know she's pregnant, but Letty stops her. And uh, Ruby uh, comes with a suggestion because they're kind of like, we don't know what we're going to do. Because I think Montrose actually forgot that she was pregnant. Because um, uh, if you notice, Tick kind of grabs him. And that's when Ruby is about to say it. And Montrose kind of like his facial expression changed like, oh, yeah, like, damn, you know. Right. But I think Montrose is still taking that fatherly role as he promised to take care of his son. And know? his grandson. And, yeah. So he's looking at it like. <laughs> You know, that's my son. You just put my son's life in danger, or, or how could you do this? Not thinking about my son first. So he's looking at it as a fatherly, in a fatherly sort of way. Okay. I so I kind of understand a little bit, not completely, but in Montrose's mind, his this his alcoholic demon struck in mind. I can see how he could look at you, it that you, way. You can you can understand it a little bit, but you can't understand why Letty can't tell. 
Uh, um, Lady ain't took a test yet. She don't know for sure. Whatever. Keep it dog. See, you know, you know y'all women like to say I'm pregnant before y'all even know before y'all know y'all pregnant. You got me pregnant. It's yours, you know. Anyway. How, 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 how far along you is? Two days. <laughs> Seven hours. It just happened. So, I know. I could tell. <laughs> So that's when Christina arrives. Ruby gets Christina, and she reveals that Lancaster is the only one that can lift this incantation. And Christina is checking out uh, the, uh, these uh, drawings. drawings. I mean, she's like, I mean, it's telling the full story of everything that happened. Because remember, mm -hmm. the reason why Dee had to draw this information or draw the, the information was because she can't explain it to anyone. Right. You know what I mean? So she had to draw everything out. And um, that's, that was a very smart technique that she did. Yeah. And the fact that she's very talented in drawing, um, Christina was able to, to look to read the drawings and know exactly what happened to her and what she needed to do right. to get it fixed. I wish I wish it was a little bit stronger. I wish something happened to where it because I felt like it was a little rush. You know what I'm saying? It was because the, the we, we couldn't really see the drawings. We didn't see it ourselves. Only Christina was. I think able we only to saw it. the part where her face. We only saw the back of it. Yeah, yeah. pressed against the wall. Mm -hmm. I mean, kept pressed against the. Car I guess because we actually know the story, so we don't need to see the drawings. Right, right. But um, also uh, from that point, Christina says uh, she could perform a restoration to reset the curse cycle, but only if Tick comes willingly back to Artem uh, the night of the Tamanoa Equinox. And uh, that's when she tells them to trace a symbol around the apartment and make sure that um, uh, make sure that you know you, you keep her her uh, temperature uh, high, no low. You keep her temperature low. Normal. Normal, yeah. And then uh, Christina leaves, you know, with those instructions. With those instructions. And, uh, but yeah. she also mentioned that the, she needed the blood of the most closest relative. Right. She said you need the blood of the closest relative, and that's when they looked at Montrose. That's when Montrose is like, oh, man, the truth is finna come out now. Yeah, <laughs> they right. finna find out my truth. Right. So then we go back to the Lancaster's office, and that's when we notice Lancaster is trying to heal from the black body parts that... Um, that that he's been given but it's not working right so then in this in this is this is interesting this is interesting we're going to cut away from the actual story for a minute and kind of come into reality so are you familiar with kendrick johnson and ryan singleton i am not all right now kendrick dropped kendrick johnson was a young man i think it was america's georgia i can't remember i know it was in georgia he was a young man that was found rolled up in the mat oh yes and i then, do remember that story. yeah and then uh, a young boy Right, and then because uh, it was something dealing with they the, said it was an accident, right? His shoes were sitting right on the side, right? They, they said he was trying to get his shoes, but come to find out it was something that happened with the FBI's son and him, and they ended up killing him. And they're trying to cover it up, they actually cut the tape, um, where you couldn't see what happened. And they're like, Well, nothing happened, you know, I'm white and I say so, nothing happened, nobody cut the tape. You see somebody walk into I, the I gym, think they said his body, some body parts were missing as well. That's where I'm getting to. So when they go to the uh, corner and uh, and they do the autopsy. I don't know if they do it at the corner. They do it where at the before uh, he goes to the corner. Is that the Undertaker? No, that Undertaker. No. Anyway, I, I forgot who does it. I'm my bad. I, <laughs> excuse me. I'm, I'm a little illiterate when it comes to that part. But I forgot who does it. But anyway, they uh, do they do autopsy and they cut him open and find out his organs have been missing and stuff with his finger. You know, you have a situation with Ryan Singleton. Ryan Singleton, he was a guy. He's from Atlanta, Georgia, who traveled to California to be. Um, be a model and uh when it ends up happening is he disappeared 
and they found his body like off on the side of the road mm. with his eyes gone and his organs gone and they chalked it off as animals came and ate his body he must have died on the side of the road and animals went straight for his eyes and went straight for his uh, you know what that sounds like that sounds like how lancaster got his body parts right exactly and that's the i'm white and i say so i tell you some bullshit because i'm white and you just gotta follow it especially if you're black you know what i'm saying so uh, and also too, on the, I'm white and I say so. I went to go look that back up. They don't scrub the internet of that. I really? couldn't find. I could not find the um. Like if you go to um pictures, you can see the I'm white and I say so pictures of this white guy pointing at himself saying I'm white and I say so. But it used to have descriptions of the I'm white and I say so. And I looked it back up. I like they don't scrub the internet of it. But if you go in the pictures, you can see the traces of the pictures. If it's still there, they might have scrubbed that too. But, um, but yeah, but that goes, and also the situation in Haiti after the uh, earthquake, it was one of the earthquakes, and one of the reporters, it was an Asian woman, actually uh, said something she wasn't supposed to say because she found like a box of coroners, uh, not coroners, carne, carneas, you know, with the yeah. eye, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So they're like, we're taking eyes from, you know, the black people in Haiti, you know what I'm saying? And the woman actually said this on the news, you know what I mean? So. You know, like, like, so, like, and you, and there's people coming up missing. You know what I mean? So, I, I think that's what they were going at. You know, stealing body parts and making money off of black bodies, and they put that in this film, um, in this episode. I, I did like that, and also, um, we're gonna get back to the to the episode. Uh, William, you know, kind of walks in with delight. You know, he sees that it is true, Lancaster, because they actually had to talk when they were in the room, and Lady said that Lancaster was dead. And she was like, well, how do you know? And then that's when she goes back to the room and remember, uh, uh, let, uh, Ruby. Christina gave Ruby the artifact. To put it in his office and put it in his drawer, which she did. Right. And we, I meant to talk to you about that, too, in one of the episodes. I forgot. Because I, I wanted to say, I think something's going to happen to Lancaster and that artifact is there. Yeah, exactly. That's what but, we know it was for. Because she wanted revenge for what happened to Woody. Right. Exactly. And so she says that, you know, uh, you know, she wished that uh, he was able to die a thousand deaths because every time Christina turns into William, he dies every time. Right. And he wants to explain. He wants uh, she wants Lancaster. Well, it was, well, what, was right, what was ironic is when she walked in the room, everybody, all the other officers looked up like William. William, we thought he was dead, but Lancaster knew right away that that, Christina. that was Christina. Yeah. He knew right away that that wasn't William, that was Christina. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I just wanted to, I just wanted to watch this moment. I just wanted to see this moment and watch you die. Right. And you know what's interesting? Mm -hmm. Christina had a chance of William, had a chance to save B, get the spell, be like, make a deal with William. Mm -hmm. I mean, make a deal with um um, what's his name, Lancaster, to get that incantation taken off of D. And, he, and she chose not to. She chose to go ahead and kill Lancaster. Because, you know, you know, Christina has her own agenda. Her agenda does, doesn't really involve saving anybody. If somebody gets saved during the process, good, or, or that can just happen. She could care or she can care less. But her agenda is her agenda, and she's strictly on it. And she, it looks like she's a loner. Although uh, she's helping a few people along the way, she's definitely a loner. And she's a selfish person. All right. Then we go back to uh, Montrose and Tick. Now, uh, we see Montrose having a drink of uh, road rash. And road rash. And I think it's basically moonshine. That's what get, it is. It's yeah. moonshine. Yeah. It and, just got a name to it because George created it. Did you know there's actually real uh, road rash? I did not, and I definitely don't want to try no, it. No, no, no. I, <laughs> I think you might want to try it because it's actually like a, a, a real-life sociable cider 
it's a, a sociable side of works. It's, they you gotta, know my drink of choice. What do I drink? No, no. Uh, what's that? Uh, Captain Morgan? Not Captain Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> white, is white, is white liquor. Obviously, you don't know. It's white liquor. Uh, uh, Ciroc. Ciroc, yeah. Ciroc. My bad. I like my liquor to be sweet and smooth. Right. And, but then... Uh, that when, road rash don't sound like that. But no, the road the road rash actually is a cider. You know, like the apple right. you know, type of beer, which is good. You know what I mean? It got a 3.6 on untap. I checked that out. But, uh, but no, you going to check back. it out? You're going you to taste it? You're going to go get I yourself? I don't know. I don't know. I might. I might. Put I, the hand on your no, chest. Actually, actually, no, 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 because it's cider. But I'm actually going to go get some actual uh, uh, moonshine. I used to drink moonshine when I back in the day. I had a friend who made moonshine. I never tried it because the shit was just too strong. I could smell it without even tasting it. It's, it burned your nose hairs. That's how, <laughs> that's how strong it is. But you got the different flavors, though. I'm not, I'm, I, we, I'm we, not I'm, about we, I'm going to get some. I'm going to let you try. I'm not about that life. Because it'll be white liquor. <laughs> so anyway, uh, uh, Montrose, he's drinking some of that. And that's when Tick comes in and takes, his, you know, takes it away from him and... Uh, and he drank some himself, you know. He, he tasted it. He just wanted to know what he drank because yeah, it could have been like, water. He said it tastes like gasoline, you know. So, uh, but that, that's when Montrose drops the bomb on him. You know, he, he lets him know that hey, you know, uh, Montrose, George, and your mother, we had a we had a threesome. You ran a train on your mother. He did not yeah, say he did, that. He said, we ran a train. That's just your your little nasty little mind going. We to ran the a road Big Mac road. on him. He said with the buns? we had an arrangement <laughs> that he just wanted he wanted him to know that I'm he might not be the most close to Ken. That actually it might be my we, it might be um Tick. We, we loved your mother together, there. Tick. We loved her together. Just be quiet. <laughs> Don't be talking about Dora like that. <laughs> Dora was not like that. You don't, you don't shoot. <laughs> you know, queens, queens love to get a uh, train ran on them. All the queens from back at Cleopatra. Look, you gonna stop talking about Dora like that? That's <laughs> Tick Mama, George's grandmother. <laughs> All right, so then uh, that's when it hits. It's George pretty hard. And the thing was, George was. Oh, uh, excuse me, it George. Hit. It hit Tick very hard. Tick was very supportive of Montrose, if you notice in the beginning of the story, because even when he tried to come at Letty. He was more so like calm because, down because that was his daddy. He accepts everything that Montrose threw at him because that was his daddy. But until, until but when he found out that he ain't his daddy, it's like it's no holes bar now. It's yeah. no, I ain't doing nothing for you. Right, and so then I don't, I, you ain't you not my problem anymore. You you caused me too much grief. I'm done with you. Right. So Letty reveals that Christina is back, and then guess who? Guess guess what happens? To the clairvoyant. Hey, Hippolyta, so, walk in the door. Yay! Told you she was coming back. <laughs> Hippolyta finna come save her daughter. I told you that is not the Hippolyta character not to be there for her family. Right, you're absolutely correct. But I must admit this, or, or can you admit this? Can you say, if we just went along and just say, yeah, 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 Hippolyta's coming back, would her comeback have been that impactful? It, it doesn't matter because we know she was coming back. You could say that all you want. I knew she was coming back. So seeing her was no surprise to me. I was just talking about, I, I was just wondering where the hell she been at and why she takes so goddamn long. She should have came back. She was in that time machine. She could have came back at the same time she left. 
And so then we go back to, uh, I guess, the room that Dee was in. And that's when Christina cuts Hippolyta's... And did you notice Dee's arm is rotten? Yeah, that one arm. That yeah. one arm is Turn, rotten. Turning into a Slim Jim. <laughs> it definitely looked like beef jerky. <laughs> and then that's when Hippolyta cuts... I mean, uh, Christina cuts Hippolyta's hand and begins to seance. And you see all the maggots and flies, you know, leave out of... That, uh, that hand is a deteriorating. But, probably smell like feet. But did you... <laughs> Inside joke. But anyway, uh, 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 that's when you notice. But did you notice this though? Did you notice that when flies left, one of the flies went into the future and landed on the vice president's head for the vice president's fantasy? <laughs> <laughs> that's where that fly came from. That's where that fly came. I was, I was like, it came wow. Diane's head. <laughs> I was like, wow. Lovecraft Country is hitting all angles. They are hitting all angles. It landed right in this head. So anyway, uh, that's when um, we, uh, so that's taken care of for the time being, you know what I'm saying? And so uh, Christina and Ruby, they leave. Letty kind of like follows Ruby out and it's kind of like, yo, you don't need to be following. Why, why, why are you with her? You can't really trust her. She's not your friend. Ruby, um, what's her name? Liddy, the big head girl. Liddy trying to um, give her, put her sister up on game. At least she thinks she's putting her sister up on game. And Ruby like, you ain't telling me nothing. I Ruby. know all I know all about what the hell y'all we tell you what Ruby said? Ruby said, Ruby said. You know what? You say you run around here chasing tick, tick going to get you killed. You see, I got me as a good zaddy. My zaddy, my zaddy. In the, wait, wait, wait. I mean, she not, you not, a, she not a zaddy yet. But, 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 but we go home. She gonna take that potion, and he gonna, she gonna turn into the zaddy. It gonna be my zaddy. You running around here chasing these akadas. <laughs> chasing these akadas around. These akadas gonna get you killed, girl. You better get you a zaddy. No, I Think I, what what I think is really happening is Ruby is seeing her mother and Liddy is what she thinks. Mm -hmm. She thinks that her mother that Ru, what's her name the big head girl I don't know why Liddy. I didn't get her name together <laughs> that big head girl is reminding her of her mother and she's like no she's not gonna get me what I have with her is she thinks she's gonna get Christina I think all of that is gonna backfire I think right now. They both are on the same playing field, you know. They both are trying to play each other, but in the end, it's gonna be it's gonna be the irony. It's gonna be ironic how it turns out. That's what I think is gonna happen on the next episode. Mm, okay. So then, uh, that's when uh, uh, Lady hips uh, Ruby to the autumnal equinox, and she's like, "Hey, you know." She like, trying to kill my man. Yeah. She trying to kill my baby daddy, and you still gonna you still gonna fuck with her? We'll be like, hell yeah! I'm I won't say. Da da I got my zaddy. That's what she said. And then uh, that's when um you know that's when they leave or whatever the case. And and we get back to Hippolyta, and Hippolyta is like she's she's on. She's path, taking like, control. She is yeah. no longer small. She's not allowing anybody to tell her anything. I mean, they are she does not I mean, know. I mean, Tick and and Montrose, mainly Montrose, are the weight on on Hippolyta's ankles right now that are breaking her legs. I mean, cause they like holding her up. I mean, for real. She for real. like, come on, I know what the hell I'm doing. I could fix anything. 
get in the motherfucking car. She ain't saying motherfucking, but if it was me, I would have used the word motherfucker. You were saying they use motherfucker a lot. Yeah, I know. I, I should play a drinking game. Every when y'all go through this, y'all go through the episodes. Every time they say motherfucker, y'all need to take a drink. No, they said fucking. They fuck didn't say oh. motherfucker. Oh, oh, I said I'm say I say motherfucker. Okay. They was just saying fucking. She was oh, like, so, so y'all say, get in a fucking car. Right, right. So every time they say fuck, y'all gotta take a drink. When y'all rewatch this episode before the uh, last episode. So all right. So Hippolyta, uh, she tries to understand the tools that they do have. Like uh, she's asking about when, when incantation was performed. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 where did you? Where's the book? You know, like she's trying to get this information. And Montrose is kind of, you know, he's like, you don't know. He, yeah, he's like, it don't matter. You can't fix it. It don't matter. You, it's, you can't be done. He's more like on the negative side. And Hippolyta's like, no, I can do whatever. Right. I've, I've been on Earth. What is it? Five hundred. Wait, wait. Before we get to that, she tells, she says, D has 24 hours, and it takes six hours to get to Kentucky. Um, the observatory to use the that kind of threw me off when she said Kentucky. No, no, it like, showed Kentucky. Yeah, it, she said to the observatory, but we're gonna get to that. So Hippolyta, she like you say, she can fix anything, and it would take her about four hours to fix this machine, and she has her own key. I think that was the key, and so they show Hippolyta. You know, they, they slow Hippolyta up, and then she has to explain, like you said, she's been on Earth five five hundred and four for two hundred years. You know, and she can name herself anything and with infinite possibilities and infinite wisdom. So we get to Christina and Ruby. Now, Ruby finds out about Adele, the housekeeper, um, the groundskeeper. Well, well it me. actually takes place in the basement. The basement. I don't know if Christina actually invited Ruby to the basement, but when, when they were down there, Christina looked a little surprised to see, like her, to see her down there. To see but her she down came home there. with her, though. She came home with her, but yeah. that don't mean she invited her to the basement because Ruby has never been allowed to go in the basement before. Right. So the fact that she was in the basement was kind of a surprise to her. And um, Ru- what's her name? Ruby was wondering, like, who who is she? Who is right. the white lady that I've been changing into, that I've been using her vagina and everything to rad Williams' dick? Who is she? <laughs> And uh, come to find out, she was saying that that's who your sister knocked out. And, yeah, she's you like know, your sister did that. Yeah. And then uh, let me ask you a question. Do you think, because uh, Ruby said that she wanted to be a redhead anyway as she cut off the valve mm-hmm. for Adele to die. Do you think Ruby is a Negro bedwinch or do you think she's a spook that sat by the door? <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Can you answer that? I'm not going to answer gonna that. You're not going to answer that? I, but I don't. I think that Ruby was insinuating that she wanted to kill another person with red hair so she could be that person as she turned into a white woman. But I don't think she really believes that. I think she just said that to make Christina think that they're on the same team. Oh, so you think she's a spook that sat by the door. There's a difference. Do you know the difference? I don't I don't know what that is. I'll tell you afterwards. I, I'm pretty sure most of the people out there know what the difference between a Negro bedwinch and a spook that sat by the door. They're total opposites of each other. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but then you have uh, Ruby. Uh, she tries to get more information from Christina about Atticus. Like, will that kill but Atticus? But she did step up and say, make sure you don't do anything to my sister. You have to promise me that you don't kill or hurt my sister i like that part i really like that part because that still shows that although ruby although ruby is probably on the right or make not making the right decisions when it comes to this situation she still has a heart for her sister and she's still looking out for her right. sister even on the wrong side of the road she's looking out for her sister right you know she don't care about the baby daddy but she gonna make sure her sister good right 
And uh, Christina lets uh, Ruby know that, you know, she she's not hustling her because Ruby tells her, you know, tells Christina like, hey, you know, my mother's a hustler. I know when I'm being hustled. And Christina says, I came for you, you know, because and, you asked for me. You said you need yeah, help. And, I came to help you. Yeah. And then she said, well, but you know, but then still, I saw, still had the opportunity. You know, yeah. I still had the opportunity. To, to, she said, yeah, I saw an opportunity to get what I want with Tick. So I took it. And you know what I respect about um, Christina? Uh, she she represents, you know, like not to make it political. She represents like Democratic white supremacy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you all know, if you just know, you know, it's white supremacy. I, what I sides. think, but but the thing is, I felt like Christina uses uh, divide and conquer tactics right. in this situation. Like she talks about her mother. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you know, like beforehand it was about black, you know, black or men. You know, you need to get away from these men. I'm not going to do this for you. For you know, the men we need to women. Us women need to be together. Now it's now you're talking about women. Your mother, I'm not like your mother. I'm not like your sister. Even though, but you know, like even, even though it was about men at first, now it's about uh, the women. But the thing I do get, the point I'm trying to get across about the whole democratic thing is, I like the fact that everybody's making bargains. Everybody right. is just not giving everything to Christina. Man, oh man, when will you learn? All right, Nick Cannon, you know, you, you over here, you know people trying to get people out here to vote, man. And you over here, you know, like, like yeah, you, you didn't say not vote anything, but man, if the Democrats lose, they're gonna blame every black male. And they're gonna go back and listen to that shit and they're gonna blame your ass and say, you're the reason why none of the black men voted. You know what I'm saying? Just what you said. I, yeah, what you're talking about is quid pro quo, okay? It's a favor or advantage granted or expected in return for something. All right, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, I know there's a lot of people that's doing it. The LGBTQ is doing it. The uh, uh, Latinos, they're doing it. Everybody is doing the quid pro quo. This black people are not doing it. But you know, you know, but black people just don't do quid pro quos. We just, we just put out hope and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Then shut up. Let them do it. Let them do it. You just shut up. You just be the smartest man in the room with your mouth shut. We already did this before, okay? Don't be a Nick Cannon. Stop trying to save people and open people's minds. You know what I'm saying? No. Let them do what they want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, just shut up. You know, like, you, 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 you teetering the line. You ain't say don't vote. You know what I'm saying? You ain't say that. But they're going to tell you you said it. That's what they gonna do. You're a black male. They gonna tell you, tell people not to vote. You know what I'm saying? So, so you can take take your quid pro quos and shove it up your ass and let other people do it. You know what I'm saying? Black people don't like to do quid pro quos. Okay? Just, just get that in your head. They wanna vote Democrat? Better vote Democrat. You know what I'm saying? Leave Democrats, leave Republicans alone. Leave, leave all of that shit alone, man. Leave it alone, man. Cause they hurt you, they hurt me. You know what I'm saying? Shut the fuck up. A tall glass of shut the fuck up, please. Right. You know, like some people are doing in reality, just giving everything and just hoping for the best. You're about, making bargains. Right. One thing about Christina is, I think that throughout the series, series, she's been really honest, really, really honest with everybody. You know, she doesn't really, she, she's not the nicest person in the world. She's stern, she's direct, but she's honest. She tell, I, I, we haven't called her in a lie yet, right? Right. That is true. Yeah. That is true. Um, yeah, that, that is, that, that, that I can't remember. I can't remember her actually yeah, she, she lying. Never, she never lied about anything. She's honest with everything that she do, even when she's doing fuck shit. She's yeah, honest. Yeah. She's straight up and down. So I guess she wouldn't be democratic. <laughs> no, she <doesn't>. <laughs> <laughs> no, she can't be a politician, period. I can't. Yeah, she can't different. put her yeah, in politics. Yeah, yeah, I can't put her in politics. But so anyway, uh, uh, Christina, as we mentioned, needed Atticus Blood to become immortal. She could be a record, a record CEO or VP. She could be like um, uh, the little um, Puff Daddy. No, I don't think they're honest. They're not honest either, are they? Yeah, they're pretty honest. Oh, yeah. oh. Sleazy at the same time. You know, oh, okay. Puff Daddy be like, yeah, you want to be in your video? Man, I make your video look hot. You know, I'm going to do, you could use my car. And then the next day they get a bill for $2 million. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't say I wasn't going to charge you. <laughs> So and also too, I uh I uh I, I got the where Christina where she talks about magic like it's white supremacy. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? A lot of time, a lot of things that she uses it like she was saying, you know, like the women, you know, like us, you know, women, 
can't get this power like we need this type of power it's always about the men getting this power i'm not able to get this power and if you think about it if you bring it to reality remember a couple of years ago with jeff jeff sessions jeff sessions i don't know if you caught uh uh one of his speeches but he was telling people how americans need which is code word for white people how americans need to be with other americans mm. meaning that white people need to be with white people because around that time a lot of white women were kind of like whites this white supremacist not just white people in general but white supremacist women were kind of turning against white supremacist men because they were always beneath them mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and so now they're kind of like you know they were kind of branching off trying to do their own thing trying to get their own movement going and so a lot of the white supremacist men started getting with asian women mm, and so is, is that what happened huh yeah and so jeff sessions came out in one of his speeches you can look it up jeff sessions like about, about a year or two ago he came out and said americans need to be with americans you don't need because it doesn't make sense you're saying americans need to be with americans that's kind of what everything is going on it's because uh, america is kind of like a, a, a melting pot like yeah a gumbo pot yeah everything so so to sit up there and be like americans need to be with americans no white people need to be with white people that's what he wanted to say that's what he was trying to say you know they can speak in code you can't come out and say that you know what I mean? So that's what I kind of like got from that whole ordeal. And also it kind of goes into Bill Burr. Did you ever happen with Bill Burr? I did not. Bill Burr, he was on CN CNL. Dear God, this is SNL. This who said CNL? What the hell does that stand for? Can Negroes learn? Because Negro, you need to learn. Oh my goodness. Saturday Night Live. You could probably look it up afterwards. I meant to tell you about it, but I know you were busy. You had a hard day today. But um, Bill Burr came out because he's under hot water because he had a joke. We was talking about how white women hijack the uh, the, um, the the rights movement, like you know what I mean. Like wh white men, white women, you know what I'm saying, uh, are like calling foul. Like first it was black people getting abused, black people going mm -hmm. through this, and then all of a sudden white women took that movement and made it about them, right. about like them going through everything. And he and he called them bitches or whatever. So a lot of people are upset that they're saying because he said bitches on CNL. <laughs> nothing to say I, I guess i guess negroes can't learn I, I have nothing to say i have nothing to say but he's a comedian they've been saying bitches for the longest they're well, upset because in reference to the white women right but they, they're them bitches. right and they're, and they're mostly upset that he, he exploited that that's mm. what they've been doing you know like remember the whole thing with uh what's her name is it tanya burke she came up with the um the me too movement okay but you know the white women are running with it right you know what i'm saying like it's basically a, a white woman's movement now tanya burke is not even if their name is tanya burke uh uh she's not even a part of it anymore she kind of stepped back because white women took it over mm. and that's one of the things he was kind of talking about as well oh god they're gonna crucify us all because of you her name is tarana burke tarana burke you know you're gonna oh man you're gonna get so much hate for that you gonna mess that woman's name up it's tarana burke man oh god oh man you're gonna kill us man you're gonna get us killed you're gonna get us killed oh god you know, and uh, also we had to Kentucky. This is where it got weird because it said they headed to Kentucky, but before you had called this out. If the map said Kansas, but then on the screen it said May Mayfield. Or yeah, it was Mayfield. There's a, there's a Mayfield, Kentucky, and also there's a Mayfield, Kansas, correct? So that's why I was like, oh, I was thinking Hippolyta must have went to the future and she changed something, and now the, the Volturi is in a different area. That's what I was thinking, but then we found out it was an oops. It was an oops. It was an oops moment. Yeah, uh, oops. Misha Green came out with a tweet, and she stated that um, that that she made. She, didn't, a, she yeah. didn't realize that the map said Kansas. It was her mistake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So a lot of people were really, you know, like, you know, like, oh, you know, they, they changed. Or time. is she just saying that to, so they get us confused or we get surprised on the last episode? We don't know. We'll, we'll find see. out this Sunday. We'll see if she gonna play that in. <laughs> 
So then uh, we go to, um, that's when we go to Kentucky. And we see Montrose, he's drinking uh, his moonshine. And he's thinking about the generational abuse. You know what I mean? Well, I know. I, I think he was just thinking about the traumatic events that he experienced in back in, in Tulsa in 1921. Because when we go back and we see some of the stuff that he went through, some of the stuff he went to was pretty tough. It was pretty tough, and it was all within the same time period. Mm. Oh, within his hours of each other, it was a lot that he it was went a lot, Yeah, that's a lot going on. And man. then, that's... so I, I can under now it, you kind of relate to why he drinks, drinks so, so much, much because he's trying to suppress those emotions that he dealt with for so many years ago. And even when he burnt the pages, remember what he said? No, when he burnt the book, mm -hmm. remember he burnt the book. He said, "Smells like Tulsa." Remember? Oh yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah. I remember. I always that. thought it was a demon voice. I felt like he just has a weird voice. But I thought right. he had a demonic voice. Right. I, I remember like, that yeah. when he burned that book. Yeah. So then uh, after that, uh, that's when Hippolyta and you know Hippolyta is trying to get the machine to work, and Hippolyta tells Tick to bring. I don't need no key. She said, "I am the key." Oh yeah. Before before that, she was trying. They were trying to get to work, and she tells uh, Tick to go ahead and braid just the, like the I machine, just like I braid these, like I taught you how to braid these hair. I like Man. the way that she brought that into her the stuff that we do as a, as a black family. Right. That's the stuff that we 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 teach our kids how. I to wish play. I knew how to braid my because I, I could braid my own hair. No, you can't braid your hair. <laughs> <laughs> that big shit you got on your head. So and I, nobody braided. Just cut it. You you braided it before. I think you need to cut it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm not cutting my hair. This is this is my. This is my COVID hair. You know, <laughs> I'm growing my beard. As soon as COVID goes away, I'm getting my goatee back and I'm I'm getting my fade and wave back. You need to cut it. Until then, until then, I'm, I'm looking like Jimmy Butler. You know, so so anyway. Um, no, you look like a jigaboo. <laughs> <laughs> a jigaboo boo. <laughs> it's Bobo. Eh? We were saying that earlier. We kept saying jigaboo boo, but it was actually jigaboo. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. It's a jigaboo, actually. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it really is a jigaboo, but yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, that's when, uh, yeah. So after, like, he, you know, I guess twists the wires up. Montrose tells Liddy, you know, well, before Montrose tells Liddy, Liddy must they have come a, to Montrose. They finally have a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Yeah, she's like, this is Liddy why. Liddy want to plead her case as to why she took the, why she took the. the um, with the type, not Titus, what was it called? The Mark of Cain? Why she took the Mark of Cain. And then Montrose like, I already know you're pregnant. And I think he, I think, yeah, not, that's when I think he kind of realized that he, he forgot for me. No, I don't of, think from so. my point of view, I think that he forgot. And that's, but then he did come back and say, it's on you. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, if my son You dies, might have a hand in, in the son. death of my son. Yeah, and I can't. And, and I kind of relate to that because it's like, I know you're doing this for your son, but is your son more important than my son? So you can look at it in, in that manner. We both are on the same levels. The way you fight for your son, I'm fighting for my son the same way. Right. I right. get that. Right. And then and then this is what I don't understand about women. She goes, why? And she like, he like, Tick knows too. She's like, well, did you get it from Ruby? No, no, I got it from Tick. And she's like, why didn't he tell me? Why is it that women get to keep secrets? <laughs> But yet, men have to expose everything to them. Why is that? Please explain. I'm putting you on the spot. Why does the left hand? Why? Because don't y'all got teachers where the right hand can't tell the left hand what the what the left hand can't tell the right hand what the left hand's doing or something like that? Well, that's, that's again, like I told you before, I'm putting you on. She gonna reveal all y'all stuff, ladies. Here we go. I think, um, Liddy. <laughs> thought that the pregnancy would be too much for Tick to handle during this ordeal. That's what I think. I think 
her not telling them right now is her way of protecting him so that he can focus on what he's doing and he doesn't get stirred off anywhere else. But she don't know it's the reason why he's doing that is because he wants to be there for the baby. So she's thinking maybe, you know, she don't, she don't really know, but she don't want to put any more stress on the situation than it's already on there. That's a good save. Peep that, man. She didn't answer the question. <laughs> All right. All right, folks. So that, uh, that's when Lady finds out that it's a boy. You know, because I think, you know, he said, yeah, yeah, like, but not on purpose. It's just like he was part of the conversation. Like he, no, he did it on purpose. He said it's the son. Yeah. It was like, you know, like, you know, because what happens to, you know, I know you got, you know, your son might be saved, but my, but you know, you're putting the devil on my son. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's what she was like. It's a boy. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, that's when they jump through the time machine. Uh, Well, actually they get a picture. They, They get a picture. Actually, no. Um, well, it's, I'm, I'm skipping around. Hippolyta, uh, Hippolyta tells, him that tells him she has a key. But right before that, she says that um, we have to set it because she keeps working on the machine and um, she said tickets I got like. It, but she said there's a six billion or something. Yes, yeah, so she said she said I have to set it to Tulsa 1921, and there's 60 trillion parallel universe. Well, I gotta and, pick the right one. Right, and so and also the bullshit that's going on with y'all three. Get over it. Leave it right here. You got to do this for my daughter. This is my daughter. You got to yeah. save her. I came back. I was, I was, I was every woman. Just like I was. I'm listening. every woman. You said it's all in me. That voice ain't all in me. So <laughs> they jump through the portal, and then after that, they uh, pass by the pass by the store. They actually pass by um in the store because one of the girls was getting ready for the for the dance. I want to say that was um uh not Diana. What, what was what was uh. Chick's mother's name? Dora. Dora. It was Dora's sister in the store that he passed by. Right. Dora, she get her croissants yeah, and everything. Yeah, she was getting, I don't know about croissants. She was getting something. It might have been croissants. You might, because you usually write on that. So she was getting something, and you said croissants. probably getting croissants. No, no, no. Men give croissants to she, the, the she, But she's women. not going to the dance. She just wants to go to the dance, but she was she was looking at croissants. She was? Oh, but she okay. wanted to go to the dance. So she's fantasizing. She's fantasizing. Oh, okay. She's fantasizing. Wishing that George, George, George can come down and George is that, that man. Hey, Everybody and wants someone that had, George. And he still had that pig leg back in the day. <laughs> I was like, that still got the pig That's leg. That's a pimp walk right there. That's what you do when you be pimping. George was the man. Right. So that uh, he's a Denzel Washington. Now, one of the things they did pass by, they passed by a movie theater. Mm-hmm. Now, on that movie theater, it was called The Goat. Did you know I watched that movie? Oh my God, you watched a black and white movie. Silent film. And you know what? I thought I was going to be bored out of my mind. That movie had me cracking up in the office. Oh, really? Yo, were I was. You, were you sober? <laughs> I was very sober. I was at work. Oh, you were but, at work? Yeah, so I was... so that's what you do at work. That's a goddamn shame. <laughs> the, the fuck? <laughs> so yeah, so so yeah, I thought that was that was crazy within itself because I'm watching the movie and, and basically the movie is about a, a, a guy who gets convicted, a guy who has bad luck. He's like he has bad luck and good luck. Now his bad luck puts him in a position where his good luck gets him out of it. But then it's like a circle. It's like a circle, and his bad luck puts him in a position, but his good luck gets him out of it. And that's what the whole story is about. And the um, well, that's what happens because it's a killer or something. I forgot to shoot him up Bob or something like that. He actually, he actually is convicted of a crime, and he ducks down while the main character is looking through the bars at what's going on, and they take a picture of him through the bars. So they got it posted on the, the yeah. So they got it posted on the wall that he's the criminal. Uh, so yeah, so it was a funny movie. Y'all check it out. It's on YouTube if y'all ever want to watch the goat. Now, um, that's when we learned that they're shutting down the dance. You know what I mean? And 
and uh, it, the word kind of travels around. And then, because uh, we actually we find out when in the hotel when the girls are walking by, right? You know, that's she when was we like, find out. I heard they shirting down the dance. No, I wonder why. Right. But then that's when they realized that they need to blend in more, and they wanted to change their clothes. And your girl didn't change the shoes because it was cold. She, yeah, she 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 needed to wear them gym shoes. What, what was them some Vans she had on? <laughs> Vans didn't exist back then. Well, I don't, I don't know when Vans came out. <laughs> But, uh, but after that, we have Montrose. He's stressed and drunk. Well, no, that then it, it takes then they take him back to their home. No, 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 no. Before that, remember Montrose was looking at the little area, the little park area, the statue, or whatever. Oh, he's reminiscing. Yeah, and we're not knowing what's going on. And so while he's reminiscing, Letty and Tick realize that something's hey, going on. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. He's reminiscing those pictures. Did you see what he was reminiscing about? Somebody was getting getting it on. It looked like him and the guy from the from the bar sammy it was it a samuel larry i don't know I but it looked name. like it was they were having a sexual encounter and one of his flashbacks i think i think it was reminiscent of that scene they, they're like they're trying to shove that you know like hey man enjoy enjoy anal sex y'all straight <laughs> men you need to enjoy anal sex if you don't enjoy it you're homophobic you gotta enjoy it no, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know i'm just fucking around <laughs> but he's reminiscent about everything that he went through everything that's going on in his life that brought, brought him up to that point is what i'm getting from um what they're showing right. us yeah right and so then um after that that's when you know he's a little stressed about everything and and that's when Tick pushes him. It's like, you know, use a damn description. Yeah. I, I like, hey man, I like that actor, man. That actor is so, so genuine. When you get in your face and be smiling, you a damn disgrace. <laughs> so he's pissed off at, uh, he's pissed off at, uh, Montrose. Oh, Tick is pissed off at Montrose, you know, because he's wrong. Tries to get him to go back to the uh, portal. But he's like, what? Well, you got to show us where the yeah, house yeah. at. <laughs> we need him. He's an asset right now. He can't go nowhere. So, so that's when, uh, you know, uh, we go, uh, I guess it was like a little barn or whatever across the street or whatever for them to hide at. And we see Montrose, he getting his ass Well, we with. see the two, the two, the two, night, the two houses on the corner is right. his and his wife. Nice looking houses. It looked very, it looked really nice, right? I miss neighborhoods. Yeah, like, well, nice, really, nice really, neighborhoods is what it looked like. Yeah. But then we hear the yelling. It sounds like Montrose yelling, but actually it's Montrose's daddy. That's what the yeah. original yelling. But Montrose's daddy yelling like Montrose, but yet he's standing like um, like Tick. He got Tick's body, like right. posture. <laughs> he's drunk. He's drunk, though, but he got his hand on his hip. <laughs> yeah. And then you notice how the real Montrose was, like, frozen. He was frozen watching the situation. Right. He was, he was traumatized all over again, and he's like, I deserve it. I deserve it. Letty's like, nobody deserves that treatment. I think I think the father's name was Burton, Burton, Burton Freeman. Okay. Yeah, I think that was Burton Freeman. I do uh, know Mr. Freeman. They say Mr. Freeman. No, okay. But he was like just beating them because Montrose was showing signs of his um, sexuality. Right. And, he, uh, and he the took, daddy thought he could beat it out of him. So he took Montrose's uh, corsage and his, and, uh, his and um, jacket and put a flower in his, his he ear. He put the corsage in his ear and he was or prancing hair, around but... with his um, sports jacket. Right. <laughs> He's like, I'm too sexy for this shirt. <laughs> too sexy for this shirt. Too sexy. sexy it hurts. Anyway, uh, so after that, I, I should be making jokes. I'm making jokes about it because dog, I, it didn't seem like a real whipping to me. I, I think I think yeah, people you got know, beat worse. You know when you when I my, I was part of that dog on go pick a switch um, religion. I was I was that was me. That was my granddaddy. Go pick a switch. When you pick a switch, you gotta pick all the leaves off the switch too. They ain't gonna hit you with the leaves on the yeah, switch. That, that it's was, an actual switch. That was that and was you a, can hit that switch in the S like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 
at this point, Dora comes to the rescue and she like standing her ground. You know, Dora is like, you know what? You I'm strong. Yep. You're going I, you don't I, scare me. If I can have sex with, if I'm going to have sex with George. Stop it. Just and, uh, stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> if Wait. I can have sex with stop George it. and Montrose, I can take this I switch. I don't like to talk about Dora like that. <laughs> but I know she went out there and she was like, no, stop. And then Montrose's daddy actually threatened him. Mr. Freeman was like, you want to be next? Then her father come outside. Yeah, like, you better better mind your own kids. I don't now. care what you do you with your, your kids, kids but that one right, that was right there. You better That's not mine. touch it. You better not touch it. You know, and which we call it kind of stood. Burton kind of stood down. Mr. Freeman mm-hmm. stood down from that. And George came out the door, yeah. and George is like, "No, Dora, no, no." And Dora like, "Shut up, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> you let your brother get beat. It seems like he the only one get beat. Your ass don't get beat, motherfucker." Mm-hmm. She didn't say that, but. That's what she thought. That's, you know what else she thought? What? After all this, over, I'm gonna both of y'all. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, after that, uh, Dora, she got a little upset with George because, you know, George, uh, uh, yeah, George, because George didn't help Montrose out. And she kind of threw the cassage on the ground, and Montrose, George was like, kind of like, dang, you know, I kind of messed up. But then she kind of, but she really likes George. So she like, put it on my wrist. Don't and then, so, do it. Yeah. And then uh, Montrose runs away. And then during the whole situation, nobody's tick and Letty's watching it and not realizing that uh, Montrose, Montrose yeah. slipped away. Yeah, yeah. And, and and this is the part I didn't like. Uh, I'm going to put it in a dislike. But the sun goes down. So, like, we don't know. So quick, right? I mean, it was like, it was like, it was like Raisin Bran. Remember the, <laughs> <laughs> one of the movies, one of the commercials, the subtle pop down and the moon will pop up, you know what I mean? So then that's when we uh, go and we see Montrose and we see him with the bat and he gets the bat or whatever. And I believe that's when he breaks the car windows and gets get the that liquor. alcohol. But you know what? I thought that Montrose was going to be the guy that saved With him. the bat, yeah. That's yeah. what I thought. I thought, I was like, oh, it's Montrose. I was like, that'll be the great arc for Montrose. Right, He's going to come in right. and, and, save in and save himself and beat everybody up with the bat and take his frustrations. No, Montrose was too traumatized right. to do anything. But, but before we even get that far, that's when we go to Letty. Um, Letty's walking down the street. I don't know how long she's been walking for. Because <laughs> the thing was, her Letty and Tick, Letty and Tick were working she on that. She might went to the movies and everything. Right. Because, I was about to say that too. <laughs> But Letty and Tick were working on the Model T car in the daytime, and then they got the car running. So that that's when uh, uh, what you call it drove off. Maybe it's something we missed. They said something that they were they all needed to do, and we might have missed that. I don't know. But, but uh, we he see did Tick tell them they need off. to split up, though. They, right. They did say that. Right. And so then uh, that's when uh, uh, Letty she gets attacked by the white supremacists. White supremacists come. They start attacking. No, her. no. Wait a minute. You you missed the, you missed the part. When Letty told um, Montrose that she wanted to name her son George, remember that? She told Montrose that a tick. No, she told Tick that. I'm sorry, she told yeah, Tick. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, she yeah, told I'm him, glad you said I want to name him. I want to name him that. George. And um, the thing about it is, it, it didn't. It didn't flex. It didn't. What's his name? Tick didn't do anything. He didn't look up. He didn't smile. He didn't say. He didn't acknowledge anything. He acknowledged a little bit. He kind of like looked at it like. He didn't really like, look at it. He kind of. Me, looked, I, I thought. I thought I caught something. I thought I did. I, I, you did that in your head. There's probably one of them hairs on your head got in your eyes. <laughs> he didn't acknowledge it at all, and he just drove off. So I don't know how that made um, Liddy feel. Okay. And then uh, also, that's when we know. Maybe she was taking a walk because she was upset that he didn't acknowledge the fact that she said she gonna name their son George. Nigga, I already know that, and you know that I know that. Why you ain't tell me? <laughs> Why you ain't tell me? Well, you know the left hand don't tell what the right hand do. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, that's when uh, uh, we see uh, Letty. Um, she's running away from the white supremacists. And that's when one of the white supremacists 
hits one of the men in the stomach and he's like eeny meeny miny and he puts the gun to lady now uh uh meeny miny mo and grab a nigger by its toe now that's actually a real nursery rhyme that came from i have day. i did not know that but i know i used to do that eeny meeny miny yeah we did we play free yeah. so if he hollers i did not my know mother that that told right. me to pick this one yeah, right i did not know that was the right system it's crazy how come as a kid they 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 taught us all of this stuff that was just that was dirty. It was derogatory towards us. I, I mean, understand. I mean, but, yeah. But the thing is, also the Ice Cream Man. The Ice Cream Man music is is also you know that you know that mm-hmm. that's, out of, right. that's actually a song called the Niggas Love a Watermelon. That's the name of the song. Niggas love a watermelon. Yes, I they do. Dun, 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 dun. But but it's it's but it's the the the, the ice cream song. Right. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So Yeah. So like that's why they're trying to like RZA actually from Wu Tang. It's kind of off subject. Rizzo from Wu-Tang came up with a different ice cream song to change that. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, like, a lot of that stuff, dude. But the thing is, we act so surprised when white supremacy does something. But it's because we're in denial. Like, we want to believe that white supremacy isn't around us. We want to live our everyday life. If we don't want any conflict. It's like when you when you find out stuff like that, it feels like you've just been taunted all your life because you didn't even know the history behind some of the stuff that you do and some of the stuff that you hear. Like, I had no idea about the Jigaboo book and that's why we use the term. Uncle, Uncle Tom right. I didn't know about that. I didn't know what you're just telling me about the ice cream man. I didn't know about any meeny miny more catch a nigga. That's just some derogatory stuff that I would not want my son to say. Right. But they're gonna you know they teach it in schools because the thing I is I don't think they teach it in school. I think it's I, that's why I learned any meeny money from a school. So that's the thing. Like you gotta you gotta get teachers that know history to teach our kids because I mean, in our schools, they taught us that Christopher Columbus discovered America. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, you, we need our own people with history, real history, or black history to teach our own kids. And, and teach us right from wrong so we don't repeat the same cycle. Right. Well, our kids. Well, well yeah. Well, you, they, I mean, repeat the same cycle. Because I, I, know you, I know you graduated twice. <laughs> <laughs> so, you might want to graduate a third time. So, you might want to teach you too. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. Teach you too. Let the teachers teach you too. I mean, so that, like, now that I'm an adult and I know better, I don't want to teach my kids to say any, meeny, miny, mo, tet to tiger by its toy because I know the history of it. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. And so then while that's going on, we notice that uh, uh, Letty is saved by Tick's family. And Letty is brought into the household. Um, I, I don't know if it's, uh, it's, it's, it's Dora's house. It's Dora's house. Yeah. So, and that's when we meet Hattie. And we'll unofficially meet Hattie because Hattie is looking down at looking out like what the fuck she got on her feet. <laughs> and she got look, that look. That, them pro wings, them ain't no damn real Jordan. She got them pro wings. Cat heads. Yeah, she got <laughs> cat, those cat heads. That's what they are. Cat head shoes. They used to make fun of uh, like you uh, had no, no name shoes when we were elementary school. They call them cat heads. But I remember I talked to my grandmother. When I talked to my grandmother, my grandmother, yeah, we used to wear cat heads all the time. So I thought it was a cat head shoe that a uh, lady had on. Yeah. Uh, my folks from like Savannah, the band, they, they gonna know about that. Yeah, So that uh, that's with. Um, uh, so we're gonna make a prediction. Okay. All right. Our prediction is that Hattie, Hattie is Hannah's daughter. Hannah is the person who stole the book from the house out of the burning fire and at the time she was pregnant and we think she was pregnant with who? Hannah's Hattie. Hattie. She was pregnant with Hattie. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that name is too similar. Hattie and Hannah? Hattie. Hannah and Hannah. Hattie and Hannah. Okay. Hattie is Hannah's daughter. That's what I think. Yeah. But in the episode, it's funny that they never say Hattie's name. And we were trying to, we were digging deep yeah, trying to figure out, figure out who is she. Yeah, because first we thought she was Ethel. 
right? But then because we knew who Birdie was, but no, then, but then Letty said some strange stuff. She was like, "You gotta believe me. You got a family tattoo. I mean, a family look at family tattoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It <laughs> might should have been birthmark. Yeah. Um, and but then she says, I what she say? Tick saw it at your friends, at your at your cousin, somebody at, at your cousin at those friends' house. Yeah, something that's like what that. She said. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That, that that's funny. Well, yeah, we used to we, say we, that all back in the day too. Who told you, my mama, sister, brother? Was, yeah, my cousin, uncle, friend. That he he died. You know, he did Bloody Mary. My best friend, cousin, brother, best friend. Right, right. <laughs> you gotta follow generations. So we gotta we gotta skip back in time for a little bit. So uh, that's when uh, they get prepared for war. That's when um, that's when uh, the family hands out guns and. Ask Lady, are you going to go back to your family? And Lady is like, Yeah, I'm going to go back. No, no, I'm going to stay no, she here. Said, I'm going to stay with yeah. you guys. And then so she gets a gun. So we go back to Montrose and Tick. And Montrose, you know, he we find out that he's there not to, not to tell George about what's about to happen, that he's going to die. He's actually there to say to save Thomas. But then um, Montrose is, well, I'm sorry, Tick is saying, um, I, you know, he's he's a little upset, but at the same time, he's trying to be understanding. At the same time, like I understand you won't, you don't, you don't want George to die, but if you change anything, I probably won't exist, and my son won't exist. So please don't do it. He was kind of sympathizing with uh, Montrose doing that scene, and Montrose is like, "No, you all wrong. I'm not doing that. This right. is the story. This is the part of the story I never told y'all about. Right. I right. want to save." Thomas. But don't you think that's kind of weird though, right? Like you don't want to save your brother. Like he, he keeps talking about how his brother's always been there for right. him. If they save George, I don't think that changes the timeline a little bit, but it doesn't well no no. If they if they save George, Hippolyta would never get right. It, yeah, Hippolyta but, would what never What I think never it, mind, what never. I think it was is the fact that when he first when Thomas first died, the fact that he is is a homosexual that's he it died with him that's because that's the part of him that he's been hiding that he drinks to cover up and so he's want to he want to be himself now he wants to tell his truth he want to live his truth and he's saying don't worry about that tick because it don't matter i always wanted you so it don't matter what happens what incident in the world happens you still don't exist because i really wanted you to be here I've done every. This is just one of the many things. I'm one of the many sacrifices I've done to be your daddy. Right, and then that's when uh, we go back because it kind of goes back between Montrose and Tick and Letty and Tick's family, and that's when Letty is with Dora's sister, and as like Letty's on the lookout, and that's when uh, the family is. Well, that's when Letty's Dora's sister tells Letty like, "Hey." I've been sweet on George. Now I'm gonna. No, she said that I hope they find my sister Dora because I want to apologize to her. I was we had a big argument today, and I only was arguing with her is because I was jealous that she gets to go to the um to the dance with George. Right. And you're not gonna tell George I'm sweet on him, is you? Right, right. (laughs) Yeah, he he, he hit it on the nail. I mean, hit it on the head. So, but the thing is, this though, I don't. I have to put this as a dislike. I don't know if I'm gonna mention it later on, but I'm gonna put this as a dislike. The reason why I put this as a dislike, you got white supremacists at your house shooting up your house and shooting up your neighborhood you as a kid you ain't about to think about doggone uh being sweet on george like you'll be worried about your sister right and them, but you're not gonna worry you're not gonna tell her how sweet I, you know well i think in, in, in her defense 
she was like, my daddy, my daddy has guns, and my daddy, she feels like her family. She feels, she feels protected. Protected. Okay. She feels like okay. her family is gonna protect her. My daddy, my daddy is an excellent and shooter. Like, he has a gun, so you know we good. So she's thinking that they're gonna be good. She just worried about her sister because her sister is not home. Right. And if her sister is not home, then her sister is in danger. Right. Right. And that's when Letty, you see, Letty is conflicted because she knows that they're going all going to die. Yeah. And Letty is fighting with it, and she has to lie to them, you know, and everything. And then that's when it goes back to Montrose and Tick, and that's when they struggle. Uh, Tick struggles with Montrose to not save Thomas, and that's when Montrose goes, you know, tells the story and narrates the story through his younger self, where he's telling Thomas, he where he, you know, he tells, he says that he's using uh, the F word again. Yeah, he says he called he called Thomas a, um, a bundle of sticks, and so then after that, <laughs> a bundle of sticks. Yeah, is that, that your substitute for the X word? F word. That that's what it means. I had to write it two hundred times in elementary school. I never I never knew what it does. What it meant? We used to call the it. The word means a bundle of sticks. Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, I had to write it 200 times. I knew that. I knew the definition. That's why I didn't understand why people got mad. But then I'm like, hey, you know, if you get mad, you get mad. I'm not. I don't get it. A bundle of sticks. It's like, it's like if you're going camping and then like you like get a bunch of sticks in a pile. I know, but how would. Okay. All right, never See, mind. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking too hard. Like, okay, yeah, I, I, carry on. Hey, I digress. Know, I, I, I digress. We're not gay, so I, I can't understand it. You know I, what I'm saying? I digress. So, but um, but after that, um, that's when Montrose comes out and says he had to cut the softness from around him. But right. I think most men have to do that, especially in that time. I mean, even when you deal with tribal stuff, you know what I'm saying? They'll lock, they'll get the kids when they reach a certain age, the sons. They get to a certain age, they lock them in the cave. And they'll make them drink this solution. Now the solution makes them think the ants are crawling all over. Mm. Like they got a bunch. They feel like a bunch of bugs are crawling over them. But they're and they're screaming to come out. They're screaming for their mamas. Trying they feel to make like, them tough. Yeah, they, they think their life's on the line. You know, they have to know that nobody's not going to be here to come get you. You got to fight for yourself and fend for yourself. Then the next day, what they do is they um, take the the rocks from the cave. They let the kids out, and the kids are now changed. You know what I'm saying? They're different. You know what I'm saying? Now they're, they're supposed to be up. stronger. Exactly. And so I don't, so like, like to put it towards, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that. What, yeah. Well, I think that goes back to even currently when a man tell their kid, their sons, don't cry. You're not right. supposed to cry. You a boy, you a man. You're not supposed to cry. It, it makes you think that as a, as a male, you can't have feelings. As a male, you can't be sad. You can't cry. You, you, things can't hurt you. Right. They say it's harmful because you got to have emotions on certain things, but at the same time, to be compassionate. But we, we already, we are, I already know people. that. I already know your mama was. Your mama didn't do that. Your mama made sure you you were real whining because you you said your mama did an excellent job with you. <laughs> oh, what the? <laughs> we're all, we're all about to come through this. When we were talking about on the last episode, when we were talking about Ruby and her relationship, and, you know, I said people don't talk about they don't talk to their mother about everything. You was like, no, I talked to my mom. I, me and my mom have a wonderful relationship. We do. I mean, don't, don't get angry. <laughs> don't, don't, don't be I'm jealous. <laughs> I mean, we have a great relationship. I just made a statement. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, uh, right, right after that, that's when. Uh, but yeah, no. But I, I feel like it's, it's accurate that you know, like a lot of men have to do that. They have to shave off their softness because the thing is, when situations get rough, you got to be there for your family. You got to deal with racism, like hardcore racism. You got to deal with working two to three jobs. You got to deal with being tired, physically tired, mentally tired. 
know what I'm saying? And it's and, and you got to deal with family situations. That's why mostly when the women worked at night, you know what I'm saying? Or excuse me, when the women watched the kids, they didn't really work because you didn't really have that second check coming in back then uh-huh. in the 20s. Like the women watched the kids, the father worked two to three jobs. And when he comes home, y'all got to be quiet. Right. You know what I'm saying? Don't wake up the father, you know, let him rest. You know what I'm saying? You know, so there's certain things that you like a, a man, you know, can you imagine a man being soft in those days? Wow. You know what I'm saying? So well, you can't really. You can't I, really I mean, be, I don't think it's bad to be soft. Um, I, I like that. I like for. I would, and that has nothing I to do with sexuality. Them, right. That, I would see know, them being stern and direct, but I, the term, I don't know. Cause you can imagine whining. Oh, I gotta work another hour. I, work. Oh, I, gotta do another, I, I don't know, you know any men like, that does. That. Yeah, see, you know, what I mean? you know, and it has nothing to do with sexuality. That, that, that motherfucker gave people dudes that work two, three jobs. You know right. what I'm saying? So it has nothing to do with sexuality. So I want you know people put words in your mouth. You know, but you know, but my thing is, you know, that's what something that men had to do. Now today, women are experiencing that because yeah, they they're strong, independent women, right. and so that means they're doing it all. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So. And you got to come home and cook for yourself. You know what I mean? So, you know. But um, after all of that, you know, that's when we kind of go to... Who do we go to? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about cooking. I was just thinking about eating bacon. Stuff. I want to bacon and I want to put bacon on my burger and fries. Stop talking about food. You know I'm on a diet. Come on, carry on, all carry right, on. All right. So then, as we go back to Letty and Hattie, and uh, that's when Letty is looking looking for the book of names, and she's looking all over the, the all over the no, house. She, she's before, no, drawer. before she started doing that, she sends. Uh, oh, you mean she sends? Um, what's what's the sister name? Uh, I forgot to say, to my Dora sister. Yeah, she sends Dora's sister away. Say, go ahead and check on the check on your family. She like what? Because Dora was uh, Dora's sister was like, I don't know what to do. What do I need to do? What do I need to do? Lydia's like, I know what you need to do. Just go in the back and just check on your family. And she's like, okay. So she runs. Um, that that was Letty's way of being by herself, so she can go ahead and look for the book. Right. So right. she's searching for. Was the that Martha? Book. Yeah, her name is Martha. So she's searching for the book in the room, and then who walks in the room? Miss Hattie. Miss Hattie, Hattie coming in like, show what you what you looking for, girl? Huh? Yeah. What you looking for, gal? Huh? Where you from? Them, them, ain't, them ain't the shoes that you supposed to have on. Right. I, I knew from them doggone shoes you ain't from around here. You know, you, something you best you best to start talking. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so, and then, and then after that, that's when, um, the part that got me, this is the thing that makes me think that this is uh, Hannah's daughter, right. Hattie, that she knows what's going on. Because in 1920s, even now, if somebody came from the future and said they're from the future, hey, I'm from the future, you're not gonna really believe them unless right. they really showed you. But some I evidence. mean, at the same token, she's, this is 1921. But she's she's holding on to a book of spells. So anything she she she, she you don't know what. She well, she said to. she never could open the book. Yeah, she, she never said she book. never opened a book. She was just told to um, say this prayer over the book or these words over the book and never to open it. Um, but she probably was told something else as well. Somebody will be to come and get this book. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, I'm thinking that told, somebody. I, somebody's yeah, going to come get, get this book. That, and when they when they come mm-hmm. to get this book, then you need to give it to them. And she was like, first the first time she asked about the, uh, the book, she was like, the Good Testament 
the book all I know because then uh, uh, somebody Bert, Bert, else said Bert that. said that. Yeah, somebody else. Because when Tick asked Birdie about the book, right? When, when they were in uh, where were they? They were in they weren't in Tulsa. Were they in Tulsa? No, no St. Louis. They were in St. Louis. No, I, I think it was somebody else who said it. She didn't say it during that encounter, but it was said. I remember it was said. No, though. Birdie said it because she asked about. Do you know anything about the book of names? She and she was like, she, the only she, book she, I know is the no, Testament. She, no, good she book. said that. Um, Ethel used to always talk about some book, but I thought it was like a photo album book or something. Um, but that, but it's it's been burned up and tested, and tested. If that's what you're looking for. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then Letty uh, reveals herself and says that, "Hey, I'm your great 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 whatever girlfriend to your girlfriend, great 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 grandson girlfriend." Whatever. She said, "I'm Doros." She said, "I'm your I'm Doros." Doros. Um, great. Great, great. No, 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 no. It can't be great because I'm Dora's Dora's son's girlfriend. Right, yeah. I'm Dora's son's girlfriend. And uh, that's when uh, Hetty, you know, like like you said, she had to know that they were coming. But now uh, there was a book out. Actually, it was an article in the New York Sun. It was called The Clock That Went Backward. And it came out in 1881. That was the first scripture written about time travel. So that that was kind of interesting. But but what lady what 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 she used as a barking tool is the fact that I know you have a family um, birthmark, right. don't you? Don't you have a family birthmark that looks like this? Did she draw it or something? Yeah, she drew it. Yeah. She drew. You have a family birthmark that looks like this, right? I know this because I'm telling the truth. Right. And you need to help me by giving this this book so I can help your family in the future. Now, knock on wood. I have a question for you. Oh Lord. So, you're in the house with your family. Okay. Getting attacked by white supremacists. Okay. Some girl appears from nowhere and explains all of this stuff that nobody shouldn't know. She had like futuristic shoes. She has space shoes because this is 2020. So now she has some type of weird space shoes that lights up and that kind of stood out to you or whatever the case. But she was dressed up top like us. Right. You know what I'm saying? What we wear, but her shoes were kind of space-like or okay. whatever. Now, she tells you that she is your granddaughter's son's girlfriend and, and y'all need pregnant. to she and, and you and your family need to die in the fire so their family so we can live. be born would you do well if that was if i was carrying a book and she's telling me that she needs this book i'm gonna have i'm gonna put that gun up her head and say well open this book and put a spell and make sure my family is taken care of uh, but that that'll mess up uh that'll mess up that's there will be no tech or whoever that's down the generation that's true you. That's true. It's, it's, it's so, so would you? Would you? I think that I would still be selfish, and I would do that. <laughs> yes. We're good. And I, I felt like she should have shot um, Letty. Well, she can't kill Letty. Letty already told. Right, her. but that's the thing that would let her know that this is real. Right. Okay. They should. They, they, they should have oh, okay. shot sense. Letty. You know okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're like when Letty walked over to her, no, she should have shot after out. After she would have said no, she can't do it. Then I would have shot her, and then I would have known that it was true. Or or Letty take the gun from her and shoot herself to prove that you know. Right. Right. You know. I don't think Letty will be able to do that. She's strong, but she ain't that strong. Right. So because then it be, I think. Well, maybe the protective spell don't work like that. Maybe she would have killed herself. <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, she already know how it works. But that when it, when it first when she first went into into the um 1921 i didn't notice lady wasn't sure if the spell was still working because when the white supremacy person shot her she still she, got scared yeah. she she got scared and she started running because she wasn't sure if she was still under that spell right and then also you had the uh and then the fact that she sat there and she watched the lady burn well wait wait wait, wait, wait. 
So, so do we go? <laughs> I'm going too fast. Yeah, you're going to the future, uh, Marty McFly. <laughs> Calm down. So, uh, uh, so what happens is we go back to Montrose and Tick, and then we witness the mob. They finally attack. And we see them, uh, and George, you know, jumps out there, and um, no, George got out there first. First, they, they attack and they shot Thomas in the head. Yeah, they, Thomas yeah. has to die first. Yeah, that's and true. the thing about Montrose was like Thomas had to die in order for me to um, live the life that I'm living. He said, but if Thomas didn't die, then maybe I could live my reality. Maybe I could be happy. I can be a happy gay man with Thomas. I think that's the way that he's looking at it. Right. And he was like, but in my mind, when I thought about this story, I couldn't give him a name. He said he only remembered his name when he got back into the 1920s. That's the only time he could remember his name and to actually say it is when he saw it because he know that's when all the lies probably actually began for him. Right, right. So that was deep too, that he was seeing the error in his ways and where he where the turning point occurred. Right. And then that's what yeah, so that's when yeah, he stood up, um, you know, and, and then and that's t- when George and everybody came to assist him. Right. Right. And then uh then we go back to Lady and Lady pleased with Hattie to die. Like mm-hmm. you old bitch, you need to die. No, you, know, you guys you guys are gonna die. Well she didn't say you can't well I think that she either way it goes, that lady wasn't gonna be able to save her family anyway. The house was on fire. What was she gonna be able to do? Yes, yeah. yeah, it was nothing she could do anyway. I didn't mean to call her uh old old bitty. You call her old bitty, just rude. And so that uh that's when um they, uh, they, she gives the book of names. Hattie gets the book of names. But then, um, and then someone throws a firebomb into the room. Right. And then Liddy did something that was really, really weird, but I touching at the same time. She held her, the lady's hand. She held Hattie's hand while she burned in the fire. And while she burned in the fire, you hear in the background, Don't Kill Dub by Sonia Sanchez. And then that's when it kind of goes back and forth with Tick and Montrose. And you see uh, Tick, you know, he. He gets ready. He's like, yo, something's wrong. Because he's like, um, that's when somebody's supposed to come and says, I got you, kid. And that's when he's Tick like, says Where's it. the man? Where's the stranger, strange man with the bat? Where right. He's like, something wrong. We messed something up. We messed something up. And then when he backs up, he steps on the bat. And, and then Montrose when... is like, oh, my God, you are the strange man. Mm. And so then, that gave, did that give you chills? That, I thought that was really deep that Montrose was the reason why his, his father his uncle and his mother were still alive. He saved their lives. I think that was deep. Montrose or Tick? You meant Tick. Yeah, Tick. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that that's what, what I thought was. I thought Montrose was going to be the reason. But no, yeah, yeah, you're right. You meant Tick. And so then uh, after that, you know, it goes to Letty. And that's when, you know, she uh Question for you. Hand. Question for you. I know you and I had this debate. Okay. When she was burning up, I didn't see no blood. She was like skin did not burn like don't melt like plastic skin will burn you're talking about skin can melt no it, it should have burned not melt it, it can it can it, it can burn um it, it burns no of course it burns but the thing is you were talking about the, the blood the blood is going to boil so you're still going to see some blood when you burn it no that's not true give me a light let me, let me set your arm no, on let fire, me set you on fire. <laughs> let's set y'all on fire then we can see if it drips from, from, <laughs> it's not going to melt it's going to burn nah. just like when you burn your hand and you burn your arm it changes you're color because it's actually gonna, burning listen, it's not going to you're going to burn it's yes, not going to melt burn. you're going to burn but you're not going to see blood you're going to see blood no, when you burn no you're not I was upset. I was. It was missing blood. I should have saw blood when she was. That would have been fake and corny. But anyway, <laughs> back to the back to the story. 
And so that's when we uh, see uh, Hattie. She's on fire, and her hand is still moving, which was sad. It was, that was a very sad scene. And then you see the white people looting. You know what I mean? Uh, looting all the residents. It was just a horrible thing yeah. to watch. Even Montrose was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. So then uh, we, we see them, I guess they... Uh, we see Montrose and Tick, uh, they run back. They uh, run back to the house and, or to the hotel and they go to the portal. And though the, board, the portal begins to close. So Montrose is like, something's wrong with the something portal. Something's wrong with the portal. And then we start to see. My, then you see Tick run, jump in to find out what's going on. Right, right. But everybody's like, where's Liddy? Where's Liddy? Where the fuck is Liddy? And Liddy's over here walking in her doggone sneakers. She, she doing that fire walker. She got that book walker. walker. What, what fire starter. That fire it's starter. Fire starter? I think it's fire starter. She doing that fire With, uh, starter. Naomi thing. Campbell? Not Naomi Campbell. I'm not Naomi Campbell. No. What's her name? Uh, From 90210. Drew, Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore, yeah. yeah. She, she was not on 90210, was she? No. Yeah, Drew Barrymore was on 90210. Anyway, continue. I don't know. You might be right. I am right. <laughs> I used to love 90210. Uh, what are you talking about? Okay. But she's walking slow and she got sneakers on. So what the fuck? I don't understand. You should be running. You got them damn pro wings on. What the wings? They, they should give you some wings, so you should be walking fast. Yeah, the cat is. They, they dropping bombs on them, which it looked cool. Right. But yeah, it just didn't make sense with the story. It was just like, no, you need to hurry up and get back, dog. Go on, him Hippolyta. 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 Because the portal actually closed that way. Yeah. And then so TikTok's to Hippolyta is like, hey, you know, do this with D. You have to. You have to do it. And then with the Hippolyta, she goes Super Saiyan Blue. Super Saiyan Blue. This was like a whole freaking comic book episode. I swear, it was so many different characters in here yeah. from all of these comic book and Avengers movie. I was like, I don't even like Avengers movie, but this shit looked familiar. And, and this is the thing, though. Uh, I noticed this, though, and this is a comparison. The Watchmen, you didn't see The Watchmen. The Watchmen brought up Tulsa. Mm -hmm. Tulsa um, uh, right. bomb rights. Now, the thing is, it was a white person who did it, right? They made all the white people wear sheets. Doing doing that that scene? Yeah, wow. like 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 you know like the be like so oh it's know. those white people. So you know it was yeah, the it racist people and it wasn't regular it white wasn't people. Like, but no, but it's a whole city full of white people that came over and did it, you know. And they kind of like to clear that. They tried they like to the, separate. Yeah, yeah, they try to like you know no it, it, it was it was the you know, the Ku Klux Klan. I was regular people, it was people that got deputized to come in there and destroy. Right, them. So right. I, I respect that. That's one thing I respect about this uh, episode. That they kind of the they kind of tells the truth. Yeah. The so. thing about the Tulsa thing, you know, that they denied it for so many years so many years they denied that ever wait, wait till they found out about the devil's punch bowl wow that is, that, that's one where they uh they killed a lot of black people in this pit and starved them to death mm. we got to read up on that now that that one is going to freak people out the devil's punch bowl y'all look that up but um but yeah like like we mentioned before like hippolyta she goes super saiyan blue it's foaming out the mouth she even floats in the air the thing about it is then she looked then she looked exactly like these comic book what, what the superhero that she has in her or, comic or, or, book aretha aretha blue aretha blue she yeah. looks exactly she turned into aretha blue and again another one of these uh, comic book is coming to life d is probably the most magical one of out of all of them i think it's pure magic yeah yeah probably, yeah, yeah now uh and then it ends and now we gotta wait no, so, we, we, we ain't in yet. They got it. Oh. They still waiting for Lydia to get to the portal. I thought it's going to end. They going to die. Oh, that was a commercial, right? I went to the bathroom. <laughs> I had to come back. I had to come back. So anyway, uh, <laughs> that's when, uh, uh, when, when Hippolyta turns the juice up, then we see uh, uh, Letty and Montrose. They jump through the portal. The, you know, um, and she got the book in her hand. Yeah, and we see um, Aretha Blue or 
um, Hippolyta. <laughs> now, I could remember that name. Now I can remember the name. Now I can't remember Hippolyta. But uh, yeah, we see her. She's like, are they back? Is she saved? She's like, we got it. And they we hug each the other. I like that part as well. But you notice that that, that arm is still kind of black. Yeah, it started, it started getting black again. But then also, too, uh, I noticed, well, we, we will notice in the next one. I don't think Letty's going to be the same. We're not going to see the same Letty. Yeah, we, we're not seeing the same Letty now. We're you not see her see evolving from what she was from the beginning of the episode to what she is now. Right. And so I, I feel like we're going to get an entirely, we should but you get know, an one entirely thing, different Letty. One thing I noticed, why we don't know who Letty Daddy is. Huh? Why we don't know who Letty Daddy is? Who her daddy? We, we might find that out probably season two. You think it's going to be a season two? I hope so. I don't know, but I know that this was like one of my, this was my favorite episode. I really, really enjoyed this episode. It's kind of like connect the dots. You see a lot of the stuff that you saw in the beginning and you heard in the beginning. Now it's finally making sense. The fact that everybody keep having the same dream over and over right. again, I think it's because they lived it already. Well, the That's next, why they know it. The next episode is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, is called Full Circle. Something, oh, okay. Something see? to that effect. Yeah. So, um, now, this is like a partial circle. This is a half moon right, right here. Right. This is a half the moon. Episode. It's a waning crescent. <laughs> anyway, I, I could be saying that wrong. Anyway. But uh, what would you think about comparisons? What was your comparison? What would you compare this to? Um, this was probably one of like the Avengers movie. Everybody had their own superhero character. So I would probably say that was um, a lot of what I've seen here. Okay. I, I compare this to the Watchmen uh, series. Back to the future. Yeah, Back to the Future. And I also, know you was gonna say that. Uh, <laughs> and also Avengers: Infinity War. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can see that. And uh, your dislikes and likes. Um, Clear warning one. <laughs> I dislike. I, I don't know. I, I know it Tulsa really did happen, but I just, I, I don't know. I just felt a certain type of way seeing all those deaths and all of those predominantly. Especially when uh, uh, Montrose, we got to talk about Montrose was calling all those names out. You right. said you, that kind of got you a little real. emotional. That, yeah, that, that was, those were real people who actually died during that time. And I thought that was, that was really deep. I don't know how I feel knowing that these are real things that occurred and they're doing it in a fictitious um, series. Right. So that that I I got mixed emotions. I appreciate the fact that they're teaching us a little bit about our history, but in the manner that they're doing it, just for entertainment purposes, I don't know. Right. I yeah. Because Montrose called out Doctor Jackson, White Phelps, Commodore Knox, names like that. And so. then when I, when I when I when I read when I, when I heard a podcast from one of the writers, they were saying that they researched and these were real people. These are wow. real people who died right. during that time. So I don't know how I feel about that. Right, right. And uh, and so my dislikes, I have a few dislikes. Uh, the Montrose beating, as I mentioned earlier, I felt like that that, that didn't move me at all because a lot of people went through that, you know. So it wasn't like... <laughs> so you tried, tried it to get like, over it? Yeah, yeah. You know, but I mean... He I didn't think, even scream. I think the meaning he, part of it... He didn't even do the silent scream. We like... <laughs> ah! Keep crying, I'm gonna give you something to cry about. Right, you know, like, so, but I think that, that they just showed that scene to show that Montrose didn't start the beanie from nowhere. He learned it from something. Right. And, 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 the, and, the thing, and, the, and the crazy thing is, I know they're trying to, I, I won't say I know they're trying to do this, but the, the reason where beatings came from, it came from slavery. Right. You know, I know they're trying to say, well, black men are toxic. It came from a long line of black toxic men. Right. You know what I'm saying? But that's not the, that's not the case. It, it seems like we learned everything from slavery. We yeah. learned our nursery rhymes, which is all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So then also, too, like, uh, 
the Ruby's neglect for her own BS, you know, like she's just so blinded by yeah. the, her own bullshit. Um, Letty, she watches uh, Ticks, watches Hetty die. I, I feel like she should have turned away. I, I'm nitpicking right now. I feel like she should have turned away because to sit up there and watch somebody burn to death, that's pretty fucked up. Well, she know? ain't seen no blood, so what the fuck? She don't care. It, it, it wasn't real. She it, it ain't seen no blood. Oh, man, when I smell the blood, I smell the sweet blood of Jesus. Good Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Woo! I don't know what you're talking about. Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> we got Christina not helping uh, Doc. I don't even know who Doc is. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so discombobulated right now. Oh, man. We have Christina not helping D by setting Lancaster by, right. uh, by, by not getting Lancaster. She, it was nothing, she gets nothing out the deal, so why would she do that? And then, uh, and then the whole Mayfield versus Kentucky thing. Mm. Uh, Mayfield, Kentucky versus Mayfield, Kansas. Oh, that was, yeah, that you was know. that was a mistake. I understand we make mistakes. We, yeah. we, not, we all not perfect. Hell, uh, uh, Game of Thrones, they had a whole water bottle at, under the damn table. We know Game of Thrones would be set in this ancient, right. ancient mystic time. <laughs> they got a damn Aquafina <laughs> under the damn table. <laughs> so, yeah, so that, that, you know, hey, you know, things happen. And also, uh, not being able to help the Tulsa victim. Like, I couldn't go there. I couldn't go to Tulsa in that situation. And witness that. And witness that because I'm going to help people. I'm going to fuck it up. I'm not going to exist. Mm-hmm. Like, if somebody, like, if you go, if you can go back to slavery, would you free slaves? I would. You know, and I'll let them know what's going to happen, what to look out for. Now, that might fuck up my family. Yeah, it might fuck exist. up everything. It'll fuck up everything. But I would risk my life, and I'll be selfish to risk my family's life, for the slaves to get free. But then you might you might not exist. Just like you told no, me. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. I, I won't exist. I'll risk, I have to risk my life for the slaves to get free. I, you know, some people would But you won't, you won't capitalize on that and your family might not capitalize My, my name, they, they'll be known, they'll know me like, uh, they'll say, uh, 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 this dude you named didn't Critical. Exist. No, you didn't exist. No, they'll say, dude named Critical saved us and, and he came in with a bat. He looked like Jackie <laughs> Robinson. <laughs> but he had hair like, uh, <laughs> Jigga Boo. <laughs> And so, uh, also, uh, the sundown when the sun went down, what were they doing all that time when uh, Tick and the lady was working yeah, on was, the Model T? Unless, unless it was just what sunset, they doing? maybe they came at sunset, and that's why that, like, that sun went down super fast. It's like, whoop, <laughs> <laughs> that sun dropped down. And uh, uh, and what was everybody doing, you know? And also, I wanted to be in Tulsa a little bit longer. Mm. I wanted them to. I wanted them to. I wanted to experience their family more. Um, I think they did a good job in that quick stance. They did, but, and that short period of time, you understand what they went through. Yeah. That day that they lost their I, family. I, I want. I wanted to experience that. I want. You know, but I think it would have been super sad though. So I, I probably. Look, look, question for you. Did we see? Um, did we see George and Montrose's mama? We did. We did not see their mama either. Did they ever talk about their mother? They didn't really talk about the mama. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's that's it for the dislikes. Now, for the likes. Do you have any likes? I love this episode. I really enjoyed this episode. Everything. Everything? Okay. okay. Oh, my likes. Uh, the, I enjoyed everything as well. The uh, bond between Tick and Montrose, the return of Hippolyta, uh, seeing Tulsa and the true story versus what the Watchmen is. Uh, the demons that Montrose had to deal with, learning about Tick's family, uh, the neighborhood support. Episode, yes. so I give this nine switches for putting a flower in your ear. <laughs> I give it ten um, 
with road rage drinks. I give it 10. All right. Well, that's it for Critical Blues Reviews. We're going to catch you all next time. Uh, critical at Critical Blue at Critical Blue Reviews. Check us out. Thank Bye. We're just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We're just kidding. That's rude. Yeah. You were trying to run back to the past. I got to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what? I called into my job and told him I'm a movie. So anyway, uh, so we're going to give you a correct ending. And this is clairvoyant because you predicted this was going to happen. Because I, 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 I went back to the future and I saw this shit. So, oh, you went back to the future. So you went to the future before? Yeah, I went to the future. That's how I know. I, I watched this before. I was, I was watching. I did this before already, too. Gotcha. I know they're going to be listening. That, that, that's very smart. So <laughs> would you like to give them your information, your Instagram? You can like reach that? me at NikkiLB1 on Instagram. Is that correct? I believe it is. Because I don't look up myself on Instagram because I'm just already there. Yeah, look at you. With all, <laughs> with all the... Uh, have you been getting any more on? Getting any, any uh, followers from this? I don't think so. Oh, uh, okay. If nobody... If they do, they don't speak. I know people be trying to sell me shit, trying to get me, <laughs> trying to give me, give me, have me get them twenty dollars so they can flip it for me. I get a lot of those. I even got somebody who want to buy me some hair, will want me to, will want me to buy their hair. Uh, I get a lot of weird shit on Instagram. Oh, okay, yeah, I, you know, so I don't think I, 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 like nobody really says too much, you know. Like my friends will send me like posts of somebody. I have a homeboy from in, uh, who's Jamaican. He'll send me some posts about what he's doing in Jamaica, like the funny memes and stuff oh, like okay. that. But um, yeah, nobody's not really saying too much. Uh, but yo, but yeah, we want to hear from you. Yeah, let us know what you like, Let us know that you, you heard the podcast. Are we too vulgar? Should we should we nicen it up? Well, I'm you not know? vulgar. Maybe he's vulgar, but I'm not vulgar. Am I too toxic? Am I am I a toxic black man that's hurting <laughs> the? you know black society let us know let us know what's going on so uh but yeah reach me at critical blue reviews critical with a k um on instagram and you can reach me at critical blue reviews critical with a k on uh twitter and you can reach me at critical blue That's critical, a lot of critical with a k critical's critical on facebook critical. yeah i got my own facebook page <laughs> you know but anyway uh that'll be it Hopefully the season finale is just as great as this. I am so excited to watch this. I'm a little nervous. Why? I'm a little nervous, man. I think I think I think Tick might die. I don't think Tick is gonna die. They're gonna be like they're gonna be like we're gonna put it into this toxic masculinity and they're gonna <laughs> kill Tick. Uh, but no, I, I don't I don't think Tick is gonna die. I think, but I, I kind of want to know how your girl Gia is gonna. Gia is I believe Gia is gonna be back. She's gonna be back. She probably she's probably gonna sacrifice herself to make sure Tick doesn't die. Somebody else said that. Now you said that to me before too. Um, in that red room, because it's like they were but in you the know red what? room. You know what? One thing that I think that you said before is you said that she made it. She was mortal, and she made it to ten people. I don't think. I mean, one hundred deaths. She killed one hundred men. I don't think that happened yet. Because if she would have been mortal and she made it to one hundred deaths, she would have turned into the lady's daughter again. But she's still the same G as she was when Tick left her. So which means that she didn't kill another man. She's still at ninety nine. She well, never. She, she said hundred. No, she said that she was supposed to kill. I didn't hear supposed. Yeah, she said that I, if I kill one hundred people, I'll become mortal. I have to. I don't think she did it yet because if she did it, she wouldn't be Jesus. Because because Tick said you killed hundred people, and she's like, yeah, but that's what I'm supposed to do. What's your she, thing? Yeah, that's what she's supposed to do. 
but she she I don't think she did it because if she did it, wouldn't she forget everything that's happening in this world and she turned back into the daughter? Hey, uh hey, Kansas, uh Mayfield, Kansas became Mayfield, Kentucky. Or vice versa. <laughs> you think they so. messed up again? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's a complicated story. I mean, that takes yeah, a lot. But I, I, I don't think, I think that she's okay. still the same G as she was. She's still that Camijo that oh, she okay. was back when, when he left. But she's going to sacrifice herself to save Tick's life. It's going to be her. Okay. And I noticed they were like in this red room. Like, I don't know what this room represented. Remember, they were like, everything was red. Mm-hmm. So I don't I, I think it goes back to the original room that they were at when um, they went, when they met Christina and her dad. Christina and her dad. Yeah, remember when oh, they? I thought the building fell apart. Is it that, did fall apart. Maybe, 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 it's a, maybe it was a basement area. Oh. I mean, it was a big castle now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. I, I feel. I feel that's what we probably might learn about Hattie. And, and we. Gonna, we. I think. I wonder that we're gonna ever find out about Letty's mom or her dad. Because we really don't know much about her mom. It didn't talk about it. It, talk, it, it talked about, about it several times. But we don't know how she died. We don't even know how Dora died. Do you know how Dora? I would. Died? I would like to see how Letty's mother be hustling for. <laughs> I would love to see. That. Or did, look seriously, did, did we ever find out how Dora died? No, they, they, they don't talk about it. See, they don't talk about her. But they, yo, know, they, they always talk about blood. The Dora's bloodline, though. Right. They talking about what everything the, about the book. So this is my thing then. So Montrose uh, allegedly has a baby with uh, Dora, but she was already dating George. So I wonder what happened between George and her. Well, I think for... the, what what happens between them. My synopsis is the fact that uh, Montrose is not really into women, so she need to get her, she need if she wants the dick. She gonna have to go to George. But why not just be with George? Because she wants she she wants to help Montrose keep his secret that he's gay. So does George? Do you think George knows that Montrose is gay? Yeah, George knows. Okay. Uh, yeah, George knows. Everybody knows. And, and I'm pretty sure George picked up. Yeah, I'm, yeah, because neighborhood, you know, you're yeah, the, you're yeah. about the Freeman boy. Yeah, the Freeman you know, boy, you little. Mm, George, I, I that's why George was yeah, protecting him. But Dora is protecting George too. So she wants to help him keep his secret by acting like that they're husband and wife when this was just an arrangement. All right. All right. But I, obviously, George, I mean, um, Montrose had to insert something inside her. So he probably tried. I, th- I think, I think, well, because they say that uh, they really think that George, or not George, but Montrose might be the father. Like, I want But I really, I think, what well, I so think that, did. I think the irony is, is that um, Montrose, Montrose is going to be the father. Mm. Yeah. You know what though? I, I you know, I, I respect the fact that um Dora took Amtrak. She did what? Took Amtrak. The hell is Amtrak? She rode that train. kind of extended a little bit further but um you know i gotta get to work it's, all right it's, it's not but all right folks y'all <laughs> thank you for easy. listening and um stay it tuned for episode what 10 10 yep, the big 10 bye okay i was gonna say something else but bye <laughs> all right one y'all